everyone, and welcome to the Azimut podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Azimut Global Team, present in 18 locations worldwide. Today, we will be talking about one of the most central themes of the moment and of the decade, which is infrastructures. We're starting our journey today by asking ourselves, what do we exactly mean by infrastructures? Well, infrastructures represent vital assets for the functioning of the modern economy. We're talking about real assets that provide essential services for our everyday life, including access to energy, as well as services such as transportation and telecommunication. This fundamental role in the society has always led to the government's interest in this kind of assets in terms of direct investments, supporting mechanisms, and regulatory structures. Given the overall high capital intensity of the infrastructure businesses and their monopolistic or let's say quasi-monopolistic market positioning, the definition of regulatory frameworks and long-term contracting has been the key for serving general public's interest while attracting private capital flows. Visible and growing free cash flow generation is a clear and distinctive element for the infrastructure asset class, both on public and private markets. Historically, listed infrastructure assets have shown resiliency in periods of high volatility. That is also thanks to this improved visibility and lower correlation on underlying economic conditions. So now, let's focus more on the type of infrastructure investments. When talking about infrastructure, why should we prefer themes over sectors? Although the infrastructure businesses have some very specific elements when compared to the broader market, the definition of the infrastructure universe is not so common among operators and index providers. In fact, they're often included in the industrial sector. In this context, a thematic classification rather than a sectoral one could help, thanks to its more immediate link with the underlying trends and structures. Renewable energies, telecommunication infrastructures, and transportation infrastructures are some examples of subsectors with the depth or the inclusion, depending on how narrow the link is to the underlying asset. As an example, pure renewable power producers are a core component of the renewable energies theme, whereas the inclusion of industrial manufacturers is much more volatile. The same applies for the transportation infrastructures, usually including toll roads, airports, and railways operators, but sometimes these come together with general manufacturers, such as the one exposed to the locomotive production. What is also really interesting is the energy theme, where the classic definition of infrastructure will lead to the inclusion of only pipeline operators and the players managing the transportation infrastructure for flows of gas, oil, and derivatives. This is an infrastructure business by definition, supported by long-term contracting and with variable, even if limited, exposure to the commodity price itself. But looking more on a practical level, why are infrastructures the center of global investments? The overall outlook for the infrastructure asset class is supported by its exposure to structural underlying trends which would support the growth prospects and the visibility for the entire asset class. A non-exhaustive list of these trends include energy transition, energy independence, smart cities, urbanization, aging infrastructures in developed markets, and also the need for infrastructures in the emerging markets. 
The common attribute is what is called the infrastructure gap, a concept that highlights the investment needs across all the asset class to achieve certain targets, such as the one related to carbon emission or digital access, and at the same time focusing on avoiding an increase in costs from infrastructure inadequacy or failure. As an example, the American Society of Civil Engineers estimated the U.S. investment needs to be of $2.5 trillion over 10 years, and at the same time, the direct impact on American households will amount to an average of $3,300 per year, coming from inconveniences such as travel time increase and unreliable power and water distribution. Many of these trends have been well known for several years now, but recently we saw a strong push for acceleration coming from new needs, environmental targets, and an increasing focus on the sustainability angle. Net zero ambitions are a clear example of that, with many countries defining net zero CO2 emissions targets between 2040 and 2060. The pandemic was also an accelerator of infrastructure capex thanks to the attractive GDP multiplier of the investments and the urgency for new digitalization needs. In Europe, for example, the response took the form of the EU Recovery Fund and the EU Green Deal, targeting investments in digitalization, energy transition, and tackling climate change. The war in Ukraine and its effects on the European power market further accelerated the focus on energy independence pushing the EU to establish an ambitious energy plan, the so-called the Repower EU. In this context, private capitals have plenty of room to play an important role, since the spending needs are increasing and public budgets alone are lacking the capabilities to fund this fast growth. To sum up, what are the key reasons to invest in infrastructures? The infrastructure asset class is made up by resilient businesses with high entry barriers, relatively limited sensitivity to the economic outlook, and a visibility supported by long-term contracted revenues often linked to inflation. These assets are also enjoying structural growth trends with targets and political support on a path to further accelerate in the next decade. This combination of visibility and investment opportunities creates a new setup also due to its impact on sustainability across the scope, a key element of today and the future's economy. If you want to know more about infrastructure investments, you can check out our Azimut Equity Global Infrastructure Fund, a fund that offers investors an exposure to companies all over the world involved in many underlying topics, such as clean energy and network upgrades. The focus on long-term sustainable trends is also reflected in the exposure to themes such as digitalization and urbanization. In addition to that, we've also launched a real assets alternative investment fund investing in the social infrastructure sector, the IPC fund ESG. This fund has its focus on all types of social infrastructures in Italy, supporting the economic growth and the structural changes deriving from social, technological transformation, globalization, as well as environmental changes. So, we have arrived to the end of our podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to know more about infrastructure investments, our products, or the Azimut company, please check out our website, azimutinvestments.com or azimut.it. 
This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to our website for more information, including important disclosures. Thank you for listening to the Atimot Podcast, and stay tuned for many more episodes to come.